This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in everybody to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. We are here. We are live, right, Mike? We, we are, are actually live. We are live, 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 live. Yes, it is our Sunday actually- night's dream. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker. You can find Coles on Twitter, or is he over there? I'm not sure. Uh, Coles yeah. at Coles underscore Sports. Uh, follow the show at Fantasy Roadshow. Check us out uh, the on the Substack, the Fantasy Roadshow.substack.com. We are back again after week two. Week two is in the books. Yeah. Oh, man. This well, was not a in the books, Sunday. but the well, yeah. 12 slate in the books. Uh, Sunday Night Football is on right now. Uh, Waddle almost housed one. I saw that. I'm, I need a big game from Waddle here today, uh, tonight, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, I'm watching this one closely. So, uh, yeah. We're, we're glad you're all watching with us, and um, we're here answering all questions you may have. Uh, feel free to chime in. Uh, any questions about what happened, if you want to complain or you want to brag and boast about your lineup, if you're whooping some ass, uh, whatever it may be, uh, come and join us. And, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, Mike, let's uh, if we don't have any questions or anything, let's hop into the noon 12 o'clock yeah. slate. And, reactions. Uh, yeah. yeah. Talk reactions. Uh, we're going <clears> to <throat> we're gonna live – look at our underdog exposure talk through that there goes the dolphins up to nothing uh speaking of waddle having a big game i maxed out his player prop of over four and a half receptions uh i believe he has three right now so uh need a couple more thought process behind that was belichick likes to drop a game plan that takes away the number one threat being Tyreek Hill. So I like that number just on any game with Waddle, but yeah. knowing that Belichick draws up that type of defensive game plan, I thought the script favored him a little bit more. It was plus one Oh two as well. So, Oh yeah, no, that's definitely a good call. Um, I would have taken that bet as well if I would have saw it, but I, I was, wasn't paying attention uh, prior to game time. No, you were, uh, Watching the Bears, Ugh, dealing with that Bears loss. My yeah, God! Let's start. Let, let's start there. Um, okay. So you want to start there? Let's start there. Let's start there. Let's start there. Okay. So Bears Bucks. Um, let's talk about first, like going into the game. I think. I mean, I for sure thought Bears uh, needed to bounce back. Like needed to bounce back. Just oh, one hundred percent uh confidence in the organization and you know current personnel whatever um also thought that buccaneers rashad white godwin you know mike evans everyone um was gonna have a big game because of the bears defense right so um that happened evans went (laughs) off for six receptions 171 yards and a touchdown yeah um Rashad White looked good 17 carries 73 yards a touchdown uh, I don't have the box score pulled up let me pull it up I'm sure he had uh, a couple yeah five for 30 five for 30 yeah, on five, five targets yeah yeah so I mean five receptions PPR like outstanding right oh 100 uh, yeah he did look good I was I was shocked when I saw Chase Edmonds run the ball I was like whoa Chase Edmonds is out there getting some action, huh? Yeah, I saw he had a 14-yard carry, too. I was like, uh, 
I'm like, who is don't, that? He got up and turned around. Chase Edmonds. Don't like, tell wow. me we have to talk about Chase hey, Edmonds. Here we go. A, Hold on one second. Tiger, bring, let's bring uh, uh, cue the uh, Shane O'Mac intro music. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Where is it? What's yeah. Where's where are we at? Hold on one second. Oh, hey, there we go. Shane O'Mac. Welcome, man. How you doing? Good. You got to look good. You feel good. You feel good. You play good. You play good. They pay you good. He's got the (laughs) Deion Sanders hat, shades look, loving it. How, I mean, how good are the Cowboys? They looked outstanding again. Today was was nice. Today was nice. Your your boy Deuce Vaughn. He got six touches. Yeah, Dude, how about it? Good. Yeah, all right. I can't see that. Tr- <laughs> I, I, I was, I was wondering how long you were going to do that for. <laughs> that 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 drive where they kind of showcased him a little bit. I mean, he looked good. He he brought that like spark plug into the offense. I mean, that's what you want out of a guy like him, right? What oh yeah, for that? sure. I don't, and I don't know, like Ryan. I don't know if you've got this with your Bears fans, but we've got like our group Cowboys group text. And like we're the whole time, like last week, this week, we're like, where's Deuce? You got to get Deuce involved some, you know? Yeah. And I said, you know, without Cooks, I thought maybe we might would see him a little bit today just to give him a yeah. little bit of that playmaking ability. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Tolbert, or Tor- what's it? Tolbert, Jaylen right? Tolbert. Is that, uh, yeah, Tolbert was, I mean, he had a couple first downs. He was involved. That's very promising to see, right? Like, I, the way that I look at Gallup is I feel like he had his time to show that he's a wide receiver too. He's really not. Um, so stepping into that role with Cooks out, I wouldn't be too confident as a Cowboys fan or as Dak if I, you know, I, I saw him out on the field there. So involving Tolbert, involving Deuce, seeing that happen and work is a very good sign. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with what we saw from CD Lamb too. You know, CD, we dude. CD, CD had a guy. huge game. Uh, you know, we it's Mike was high on him all draft season for a reason. And like I was just, you know, 13 targets, 11 receptions, 143 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, just a complete game of domination. Yeah. I think yeah. he was cold. Like one time you had said you were gonna put him ahead of digs in your rankings. Like wide receiver yeah, three, yeah. yeah. Uh Wide receiver three, and the only reason I put Diggs ahead in best ball is because of that stack with um, with Allen, which you saw today, right? Like, Allen is – he's awesome. I mean, he's going to have games, 38 points. Um, Could have been a lot more. He's going to have games where you just can't stop that offense. Um, and they wanted to establish the running game. You saw Latavius Murray. You saw – uh, Damian Harris, there's games where Allen's going to get all of those touchdowns, you yeah. know? So, um, this was the perfect week of seeing Andrews. I know we didn't see him like fully unleashed, but seeing why I like to go Andrews and Allen there in those second, third rounds is because safe production, you know? Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I, uh, I thought the Cowboys looked great. You saw Micah try to get that scoop and score. Oh, yeah. That's, we were all screaming on the group text on that one. They're like, he didn't touch him. He didn't touch him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I mean, like, just a domination game, too, with the Cowboys defense. Yeah. You know, Zach Wilson throwing three picks. Like, um, rough start. I was telling Mike when we were talking about the slate. 
just a rough game for Zach Wilson to come in and start uh, the first week after the Aaron Rodgers injury. And like, it kind of just played out exactly how we thought. Um, Garrett Wilson, big play. Um, what yeah. was that? A 68 yard touchdown. Yeah. Um, yeah I was going to bring that up. That That's huge for Wilson owners, right? Like Ryan and I have him. We have him in a league. We, he, we have him as like 11th round keeper. Super excited about that. Still as an 11th round keeper where he currently is value wise, like as our wide receiver three, happy to have him in there. But, you know, high expectations for a guy like that. So to have a 68 yard touchdown, you feel good, right? Like without that play, you have to start him. But, you know, if you get four catches, 40 yards, Garrett Wilson, you have to start him, but yeah. you know. <laughs> I think the last two weeks, like, I mean, he only had two catches today, but the last two weeks showed he's that guy, though, that all it takes is one play, right? And, you know, you probably yeah, like... He's, he's dangerous. Yeah, I don't know if, if this morning you were getting any Garrett Wilson start sick questions when you were on with Keith, but, yeah. you know, you, you start guys like that. You have yeah. to. Yeah. You, if you employ draft capital like that, you start them. Like, I always say, I always say to, to Ryan, like Ryan likes to in for better. He likes to like play matchups and like, think about it. I don't, I just think you don't get cute more times than not. It's it's the right decision. Um, it's not always the right decision, right? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example this week. I will, when I get off the mic, but you know, like, (laughs) you don't get cute because you drafted him for a reason at the end of the first beginning of the second, obviously the Rogers news is just horrible. And like that changes his ceiling. Uh, but day like today, I mean, he just looks so good. He caught that ball and was gone. Like, you know, he was gone mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like it, it gives people confidence moving forward, starting him like, Hey, like all he needs is one play. That's it. And he yeah. can get you in, enough points to make it him uh, productive on the week. So, like, well, so yeah. So for me, it's not only confidence starting him; it's also like you need that play to justify why you started him, right? Like, you feel like, all right, that's you know, that's the number one that I drafted. Uh, hopefully, as the season goes on, as as Rogers gets healthier, he can be on the sidelines and kind of like share with Zach his vision of what he sees on the field, because I think that would go a long way. Um, but yeah, I mean, his ceilings capped. Uh, Dalvin cook was non-existent. Um, they're going to rely on the defense to step up and win. Yeah. You know? And you know, Tony Pollard, he savaged his day on the receiving oh. side, but rushing, they really held him in check. Yeah, 25 carries for under 80 yards. Mm-hmm. I was uh, a little yeah. shocked about that. but He looks so good, though. Yeah. Uh, like, if I'm a Pollard owner watching that game, I mean, I'm okay with that, right? Like, he looks good running the ball. Anytime he has space, he's he can make that play, right? Um, whereas, like, Madison against the Eagles defense, like, he was getting nothing. So it's not all on Madison, but he wasn't looking like he was going to do much regardless, yeah. right? Um, and you got to be encouraged. So. I mean, 32 touches if you're a Pollard donor. That's a 
pretty good oh. high usage that many people didn't think he would get that mu- that many touches a game. Yeah, yeah. they saw you saw Dowdle uh, get a couple carries there Nicole. on the goal line. Um, didn't didn't succeed, but like that's had he punched it in from the four and looked really good doing it. Maybe as a Pollard owner, you're like, uh oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking bills earlier. I mean, Latavius Murray is the goal line back. He looked outstanding. He looks young. He looks fresh. Um, that is like what they were hoping Harris to be. That seems like it's Latavius's role, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Harris had more carries and he had a, a, a goal line touchdown as well. But I, I do see what you're saying that the majority of the goal line carries, uh, did go to, uh, Murray and he just seems like the move oh, yeah. going, Why? going forward. Yeah, watching that. So I had a I had a very healthy wager on the Bills money line. I uh, had them in my survivor, mm-hmm. so I was watching that game. Um and it was third and short, just any short yarded situation. It was Murray in there and he he just looks good. He's got that pop like he not looking at box scores, looking at the football game. It was a clear shot of Murray's role. Um, so, I mean, something to consider, but James Cook's going to be a high producing running back, especially compared to ADP. Uh, regardless, he's involved in the passing game. I mean, the, the Bills offense looks good. Uh, I was telling Ryan earlier, we have Gabe Davis in a couple leagues. If yeah. there's a game where you think the Bills are going to score points, <laughs> you start Bills player, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Hey, um, so we, we got a we got our first question from Doug Reed. Uh he says, I got lucky and picked up Josh Reynolds from Detroit, got twenty three point six PPR points today. What do you guys think going forward? Yeah, so Doug, I wanna comment on that first because I had the same thought this week. Um Marvin Jones was someone that I looked at after that Thursday night game where I was like they threw him some balls. Had he catched them, he would have had a nice, nice day. Um, and I never really looked to Reynolds, which is my fault. Uh, I don't know. I probably like we probably should have been on that because he has produced in the past on like spot starts like this. But there is someone in the Lions offense who's going to produce in the wide receiver room, right? Like we saw it today with Reynolds. I mean secondaries are going to focus on Amon Ra and then someone's going to be open. I mean, uh, so can you start them? I don't know. What do you guys think? That's tough. I mean, I, I would consider him in a flex in a flex spot uh, pretty much on a weekly basis right now, just in consideration um, based yeah. on other matchups and stuff. Um, definitely not riding my bench the rest of the way from what we saw week one and week two. I mean, he's able to get in the, he was able to get in the end zone two weeks in a row. Um, you know, highly productive. I think, um, he's definitely worth consideration moving forward. Yeah. So, I mean, like we were on Seahawks lions, high scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a game that we were all over. So that's one of those scenarios where like, I was looking for that lions receiver. It was clearly Reynolds. <clears throat> Do I have the balls to start him over a Pickens in a tough matchup in a uh, McLaurin? You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> McLaurin in a tough matchup. 
sometimes you have like if you need that big swing, you take it. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to mention. If if you need a high, if you need a a high ceiling play for the week, um, definitely uh, I would I would you know try to get cute as my like to, Mike likes to say. Yeah, get cute. So you have four weeks there until Jameson, right? Uh, Jameson Williams is has a six game suspension. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Shane, what do you think? Does he step in and produce right away? Uh, the Lions offense is something where you want ownership in, but where do you find it uh, with consistency? We have to figure that out. So I think, you know, he a couple of things. You could look at it as, you know, you could obviously try to sell high off of this game. And he had a decent week one game. I think he went for 12 or 13 PPR points. Um, but he does have some value for the next, I would say five weeks even because I don't know Jamison Williams, how much of a snap count is he going to get in his first game back? I don't know. So next four or five games, he's going to be the number two receiver, maybe the number two targeted guy, depending on Laporta. I think you've had what we had like two times in that game today where St. Brown left for little short periods of time with little dinged up. Yeah. And so yeah. he gets he gets a little bit more peppered targets there. Um, I was just looking. He's got Falcons, uh, Packers, and Panthers for his next three. Yeah. Um, Bucks at Ravens. That's tough. And then Raiders. And then you got that Week Nine bye. I'd be confident having him on my bench and then potentially flexing him in the first eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's one of those situations where Williams comes back seven, eight, and then you have a buy. Is Williams going to produce in those two weeks before the buy? Like, especially if the Lions are in close games or winning. Uh, and I'd feel comfortable next week. I mean, starting him against the Falcons, uh, Packers had three receiving touchdowns from their receivers today. So, I mean, that could be, he, he could still produce some double digit PPR numbers this next week. Yeah, that's yeah. a good segue. Let's talk about that, Ryan. Uh, Packer, Packers, Falcons, what did you see there? Um, pa- Falcons, you know, dominated the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, I mean, me. yeah, Bijan Robinson's awesome. He's just, he's so good at football. And like being able to watch him and do some of the stuff that he did on the field, man, it was just, it's just, it's so, it's so fun to watch Bijan Robinson run the ball. Um, but other than that, I mean, Jordan Love, uh, you know, another game where he had um, not as many receiving or not as many um, yards passing, but still had three touchdowns. So, I mean, the Packers played well. I thought they were going to end up pulling the game out, uh, but the, the the Falcons ended up winning. Um, Jaden Reed, man, Jaden Reed looked really good out there. Uh, got a couple touchdowns. Um, I saw the the first one that he had. I was I was getting so wild at the bar for that one. <laughs> that was a great play, and um, yeah, it looked weird in my Bears gear getting wild for a, a, a Packers touchdown. But um, that was a fun play, and uh, yeah, man. I I mean, I picked the Falcons to win this game, and uh, I really thought, you know, Desmond Ritter, man. I don't I don't know. I don't know what to think about Desmond Ritter moving forward. Um, he hasn't shown enough in the first two weeks. Uh, what do you guys think about that game? Um, so was that a stretch or was that a 
screen where Bijan like looked like he was contained at the line of scrimmage and then like stuttered cut. Uh, that was a stretch, stretch, I believe. Stretch run, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Stretch run was incredible. That's what you're talking about when you say Bijan is, you know, next level talent. I mean, that was oh, so good. Yeah, that was an outstanding play. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, and then you're talking about love. I think what he's doing in moments that matter, that was like his his numbers weren't great against the Bears, but on third down and in the red zone, his numbers were like fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if he continues to do that, I, I think he's a good quarterback. He's only going to get better. Um, for Jaden Reed to establish that kind of production and chemistry with Christian Watson out is extremely important because, you know, love's going to continue to look his way when uh, Christian Watson's back. So um, Falcons winning a close game. That's what I had. Uh, I was hoping for them to cover the three and the three and a half. I had them or actually minus one. I had a minus one in my super contest. Uh, so pushed that. But um, yeah, yeah I mean, about, how, about, how about Drake London coming alive? Huh? Yeah. He had to. Um, Ritter's just not a good – he doesn't seem like he's a very good uh, passing quarterback, mm-hmm. so that's going to be an issue for Pitts in London. Uh, when we talk about, like, employing draft capital on guys and having confidence starting them, that's going to be – those are two tricky players moving forward. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. You know, he saved it. You know, he did not look good. Uh, throwing the ball at all. Um, he he made some plays rushing the ball. I think he had 10 rushes. Um, yeah, 10 for 39 and a touchdown. Yeah, and they weren't all – That was love or Ritter? Ritter. Weren't yeah, all, Ritter. They weren't all scrambles either, you know. They were some design RPOs where he kept in and ran. Um, you know, I've got – I'm like you that – I had Bijan in a lot of leagues. I was targeting him. You know, it's it's funny. It's hard not to be so selfish. I was get you get so frustrated when they would put in Algier, you know, near the goal line or in different packages. But I mean, it's wise how they're using him, really. I mean, yeah, trying to use. Well, him. I liked, I liked that if I saw when Algier was in the backfield, you still saw Bijan split out wide. Like they they you find a way to keep Bijan on the field because he's that type of player. So. Um, I mean, and and then also Bijan almost twenty carries, so that was awesome yeah. to see. I know the first game uh, it was more so like a fifty fifty split, but um, uh, I you see that uh, that difference kind of uh, expanding now. You know, hey, real quick, I got to yeah. ask this. Remember from our our show, Ryan, did you start Jordan Love over Justin Fields? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Okay, I did not, and I and I and I wish I did, dude. I mean. We don't need to go there. Uh, <laughs> we will eventually go there, but um, wow, uh, yeah. So Bijan, what I was saying that entire time was game script, right? Like if the Falcons are in a game and need to win a football game, like you have to include Bijan late in the fourth on key drives if you're going to win a come back for 13 points in the, in the fourth quarter and win. Right. Like, so that's what we saw there. Um, he's a playmaker, man on that game winning drive. I think he had like a 20 yard. I don't know if it was a run or a catch. I think it was a catch. Yeah. 
21 yard catch, put him in field goal position. Like you need him on the field. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, do we want to talk bears? Gosh, (laughs) (laughs) listen, I'll, I'll say this. Okay. We don't have to really dive in too much into the game, but, um, it was, it was such a hot and cold game for me. Like there was one drive. I think I was the opening of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even just, not even just that, even in the middle of the game, there was one drive where they went down the field. It was like a 95 yard drive and yeah, six field. for six, 92 yards. Yeah. Six for six, 92 yards. I was amped up. I was texting Mike and I was like, dude, this is, that's what we need to see, you know? But it was like, it was so far and few in between where they could put these drives together. And then towards the end of the game, they just are consistently running screen plays like over and over and over again. And then Fields ends up throwing a pick, pick six late just to close out the game. And it was just um, just deflating again. You know, um, it's it's rough to see. And I I'm you know, you can't win at home against the Packers week one. You can't win in Tampa week two. Like I, I I'm afraid this season is just going to fall apart for Chicago rather quickly. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it's really bad. You got to put some of it on fields. He, he did not look good. Uh, we'll, we'll go into it a little bit further uh, this week. I don't, I don't want to sit here and have a huge segment on a depressing bears. You know? <laughs> uh, Keep the energy but, high. Uh, I mean, and of, yeah. all, of all people that caught the touchdown, you know, for that team, the guy, cool. the guy yeah. that was getting dog that maybe was going to be made inactive. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't um, well, make it doesn't make any sense. That first drive, I mean, I think DJ Moore is getting involved. Has two catches. Has a big one. Uh, Fields rushes it in. You're like, all right, this is the Bears we signed up for this year, and then yeah. they just disappear. Uh, but so, what's going on with Joe Burrow? Talking about disappearing. Who? Um, what the hell? He seemed to steam on a little bit late. Is this is this calf something that? We need to worry about why would they rush him back if he's not healthy? Uh, I don't know what to think. There. Yeah, it sounds like he, he did re-aggravate it and it was, it's bothering him, which I don't know. I didn't see, you know, if it was on a scramble where he did it or, or, or where, but um, that is a little concerning. Yeah. Do you guys see him limping yeah. towards uh, at the end of the game? And I was just like, what the hell is going on? But yeah, I don't know. Do you guys remember, do you guys recall last season, I heard someone say that you know the the Bengals just kind of start slow, and uh, the first couple games last year they started slow as well, uh, and then they just finally finally groove and and kick off. Is that Shane? Do you remember that correctly? Yeah, I can't recall. So so the last two years, so two years ago when he was coming off the knee injury, you know, and he didn't play in the preseason, he started off slow the first two weeks, and then last year he was coming off of the ab, uh, appendectomy surgery. And same thing, started off slow. Week two was against the Cowboys. I think he only threw one touchdown and like 180 yards, and they lost. And he start, they started yeah. 0-2 last year also. Yeah. So then, you know, maybe it's just something that they do, um, start slow. Uh, but, yeah, man, it was the first half. It was rough. I texted Mike. I'm like, dude, he's got he's, – Burrow's got 30-something yards passing in the first half. Like, what? Like, what are we doing here? It was just uh, it was not rough. not the two not the two teams to start off slow against either, right? Yeah. Oh my God, no. 
But I mean, uh, even so, they almost they almost won that game. You know, like that was uh, that was still a winnable game for them, even with them um, not performing. So as soon as they really kick it into high gear, I'm sure they're going to be flying through these teams. But uh, another so L.A. L.A. at home next week at Titans at Cardinals. L.A. um, home home against Seahawks. So those are your next four. Um, Chargers or Rams? Rams? LA Rams. Okay. Um, so those are four games that you should win, right? Um, so if you're four and two going to San Francisco, playing the 49ers and then Bills at home, um, you need to probably be four and two and playing good football at that point. So that's something to definitely keep an eye on. Yeah. And I tell yeah. you what, is as a guy who's got, um, Joe Mixon in a couple of leagues, I do not feel good about that at all. I mean, he looks like uh, he's stuck in mud. Uh, it's Alexander Madison 2.0. Um, it doesn't look good. Yeah, and his efficiency yeah. went down last year too. Like he just, um, from what we saw from last year. So, yeah, maybe that's carrying over into this season. Uh, they need to get Chase Brown a little bit more action, give him the ball a few more times, you know, <laughs> give him some opportunities. See what he does with it. Well, it looked like uh, Trevion Henderson, right? Is that his well, name? Uh, Trevion Williams. 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 Is he 32? I saw they were getting him yeah. 32 involved. So Chris bit. Evans was out for the game, and so Trevion became number two guy. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't – was there anything of note there? I didn't honestly – I saw him run the ball, like, or maybe catch a screen. I mean, yeah, he, he, two receptions, and he looks quicker and faster. You know, I, I just fell into the trap of you know Mixon's going to be such a high volume play on a good offense. He's going to have those opportunities, yeah. and they just haven't materialized yet. No, yeah, neither has the team. I saw you just took a sip uh, out of a frosty mug that made me. Uh, want to crack a beer as well? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna grab one real quick. So you know, you know when I'm drinking here. So I, when I am a fan, I am a fan. This is Troy Aikman's yeah. eight beer. Eight Troy beer? Aikman's beer. Troy Aikman's beer. Yeah, it's called Eight. It's made, oh wow! Made and distributed. Made and distributed throughout Texas. Oh wow! Oh wow! I, I, I got a, a Carbach Love Street. I'm gonna go grab one. Okay. Uh, talk talk Chargers Titans while, I, while I'm okay. gone. Um, yeah, Chargers Titans. Um, man, the Titans are just able to win these games that like people just don't expect them to win. Like, <laughs> what is going on with the Titans? They almost won last week against the Saints. They they're able to win this week against the Chargers. Now the Chargers fall zero and two. Like, uh, what is happening? What's going on, dude? Tannehill in the first half looked garbage, complete garbage. Yes, I. You know what I was thinking the whole first half? I thought, oh my god, you know we're gonna see Malik Willis like after last week (laughs) and after the comments, you know, because the comments from the coach all week was, you know, he kind of referenced he won't be afraid to go to somebody else, and the way Tannehill looked, it was so bad. But, oh, yeah, that was. See what he ended up with. So Ryan and I were in a super flex dynasty league, uh, have, I think Burrow as our starting quarterback and then yeah. super flex. We just like, there were so many good players that we kept drafting. We have great depth, but ended up with Garoppolo and Tannehill as our like 
super flex quarterbacks. Texted Ryan said Tannehill better matchup mm -hmm. over Garoppolo. Garoppolo comes out and throws a touchdown to Devante and Tannehill. I forget what happens, but he just looks bad. Yeah. yeah. Ryan calls me. It was like, wish we didn't make that fl flip. And I like was on the start sit and was just like doing a bunch of things this morning and didn't I accidentally never made the switch. Oh. <laughs> so he stuck with so Garoppolo. I was, like, I was like, lucky we're actually in on Garoppolo. And then it looks like Tannehill figured out 20 yeah. of 24, 246 yards, touchdown. Uh, I saw he ran one yeah. in, one carry, 12 yards, and a touchdown. So uh, without looking at Garoppolo, I imagine he had a better day, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Now, if you're looking at that box score, like Tannehill did not play well, but he, 20 for 24, um, you know, 246 yards and a touchdown, like – like if I'm just looking at that and I didn't see the game, like I'm thinking, oh, wow, Tannehill did pretty good. Like yeah. you get Traylon Burks involved, and um, no, no, that offense could hardly get the ball moving. Um, just terrible sacks. Just it. There was. I mean, I did not think that watching the first half. I'm like, dude, there's no way Titans are going to win this game. And sure enough, they find a way. And muck it up yeah so that's kind of what i thought this uh patriots dolphins game was going to be like it seems like the dolphins are playing well um when teams start two and oh i don't know the percentage of them to make the playoffs but it's something i don't know i want to say like 14 percent higher something like noteworthy uh for in terms of teams that start two and oh so uh, you got to feel pretty good if you're, you know, Dolphins division opponent going into New England and out against Belichick. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I was able to just kind of make that game look gross. And now the Chargers are 0-2, uh, have to figure it out and figure it out quickly. What do you guys think there? Uh, I think they go to Minnesota next week. Let's look. Well, you're looking. I, I had a question for the two of two, the two of you guys. What do you do if you are a Quentin Johnston owner? Like, is it? Are you trying to stay patient, knowing one of those two receivers probably gets hurt at some point, or are you dropping him for a hot free agent pickup? Mike, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think that just completely depends on roster build, but um, keeper leagues too, you know, um, but I would probably hang tight because that's what you should have been expecting when you drafted him is like, look at the production of um, Keenan Allen. I mean, he's the superstar right now. What yeah. do you have? Two touchdowns today? Yeah. Eight for one eleven and two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, outstanding day. I think, you know, I saw Williams had a couple of catches, not – and not anywhere near that level, but like that's the type of offense. They're not even winning games yet, you know, um, but they put up 34 and 24 in a loss. So you're looking for pieces on a 30 point a week type team. Um, I'm hanging tight and just seeing it play out. Uh, and I do think Palmer, I, Ryan texted me, Palmer got involved. I think he had a touchdown that got called got, back. Yeah, I got called back. You know, that's concerning. Um, there's just so many mouths to feed. But 
if you believe in his talent, which is why you would have drafted him, you just it's two weeks. Give it, give everything four weeks, you know. Uh, yeah, Mike Mike Williams Cam Akers that gets inactive and then put on the trade block. <laughs> don't don't give that four weeks. Take him out of your lineup and hopefully. Uh, I, I'm so happy. I was extremely aggressive for Kyron Williams. Yeah, um, and he looks good and he's producing. But I had a feeling when I saw how many first half. Uh, I, I think we were talking on sit start and I was like, wow, Kyron Williams is maybe the starting running back. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no. And I was, I was hesitant to believe that they would just completely, you know, shift gears and be like, yeah, somebody, we just gave the ball to 22 times last week. Now, all of a sudden you're just a healthy scratch coach decision. You're sitting. Let's put him on the train. But block. even that, like, those twenty, that twenty-two for twenty-nine, a lot of those carries were when they had the game under wraps yeah. in the second half, and they were just using him offensive line. Yeah, yeah, using him to get a yard or two and run clock. Yeah, uh, so it was concerning, man. Um, I don't know. Stafford looks great. Let's talk about that game. Let's move on. Uh, I mean, I guess. I, I did want to talk Chargers. Let's talk Chargers real quick. Yeah, since we're on the subject. At, yeah, at Vikings versus Raiders and then versus Cowboys, Chiefs at Chiefs after that. So you have two games to figure it out. You're own two at Vikings they need Raiders. What, yeah. Yeah, what do you what do you guys think? Uh, well, they need I think they need that? Eckler healthy. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys. I was able to grab Joshua Kelly in one league. I grabbed him late. I grabbed him like um, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the waiver or the waiver. And I'm like, oh, Josh Kelly's sitting right here and Eckler's still not practicing. Like, I'm yeah. going to pick him up. And then I looked in. Uh, I'm like, dude, I, this is a multi flex spot uh, on my team. So I ended up starting him. Big mistake. I mean, 13 for 39, one target, no receptions, like uh, kind of a dud game. And, uh, that's you the know. right move, though. Yeah, that is the right move. So um, this is one thing that I want to talk about. Like, that is the right decision. You see, you see Kelly there. You see how Eckler, uh, how, you know, how how high his production is. Kelly steps into that role. Picking him up on your waiver wire and starting him is the right move. Like, he had top 15 upside, surely, but his ceiling or his floor is whatever you currently got out of him. Right. Like, yeah. Um, so that is something that I want to, um, I want us to focus on creating short form content as well, because he should not have been on your wire. Right. Like yeah. I want everyone in your league to know that Kelly, that cause I was pretty sure that Eckler wasn't going to play. I think all of us would have said that. Like, he was injured. If you're the Chargers, like a guy who's 30 years old, you're not going to just stick him in the lineup with a nagging injury. You know what I mean? So, like, I I think probability-wise, we all probably would have said Kelly had a good shot to start that game. Touchdown, Tyreek Hill. I think – oh, God. I think we create more short-form content, like – this is a guy to look at. Go get him. Yeah. Because he should not have been there on a Saturday, sleepy Saturday night for you to go get. No. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons why he was on there, this this league limits for some odd reason. I hate this feature, but 
they limit how many running backs you can roster. You can only have a total of five running oh, backs. That's the league I drafted for you because I was trying to draft another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was one of my my old work leagues. Uh these guys. I drafted who think- that team for you because I got ta- yeah. I got tapped out. I think I hit wide receiver extremely early and then was just firing off running backs and got tapped out in the last round or two. Yeah. So and I've tried bringing it up to them uh in years past. I'm like, guys, why are we doing this? And like, why are we limiting how many running backs you can have on your roster when you don't have any other limits on any other position? Like, so that was one of the reasons why there's always usually some sort of valuable running backs on the waiver because teams, you can only have so many. So I had to make a tough decision and drop someone that um, I didn't want to drop earlier because I wasn't sure. I'm not going to drop someone that I know is valuable for someone that could be valuable for one week. So, but as the week progressed, I'm like, dude, nobody's picking this guy up. Let me just scoop him up and play him. So, Josh Kelly. And the guy you dropped. And the guy you dropped was Nico Collins, who went off for seven catches, 146 yards, and touchdown. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no, 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 no. I had to drop a run. I had to drop a running back. Uh, I'm not I'm sure kidding. exactly that's who it was. That's the kind of shit that happened. Probably A Chain or, or Bigsby. I remember I drafted that team for you. Yeah, I, I believe so. It's um, one of those. Um. So, yeah. But, anyways, my point being is like, I want to create more short form video content um, because we should, you know, if it's one of the three of us that is like Josh Kelly is a guy that is on your waiver wire that doesn't, that should not be there because there's a good chance he is the starting running back, blah, blah, blah. You know, your risk is going against a Titans team who has a good rushing defense, whatever. Um, you guys want to know who I dropped for him? Oh, oh no. God. Um, Antonio Gibson. Oh, well. That's why, but that's that was my point. He was my worst running back, and it's like, dude, I know Antonio is valuable. Right now, no. I mean, even as we saw today in today's game with the with the commanders, like he's just not being used as I want as I drafted him to be used. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just drop him and and hopefully I can get a big game out of Josh Kelly. So there's that. We had that conversation this week and it was recorded. I don't remember what episode, but you mentioned something about Gibson and I was like, dude, they for I for whatever reason, they are going to continue going the Brian Robinson route. Mm-hmm. Uh and they are continuing to do so. He's been doing okay, honestly. I saw him have a run or a catch today where I was like, all right, well, that doesn't make our case any better, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I saw Gibson had a you know a really nice catch as well. I, I don't know, um, definitely concerning, but yeah, Brian Robinson um, eighteen for eighty seven and two touchdowns. Yeah, so I mean, they're gonna literally use them all season, and it's gonna be one of those frustrating Gibson holds where you're like. He's the better running back, but they just don't believe it. Almost like an acre situation, just not as aggressive. Um, So, yeah, um, I notice our Sunday Night Football live reactions episode is going to be a lot of conversations, and it's going to be long conversations. So um, (laughs) I don't know that we're going to get through every game um, in a lot in a – you know, podcast type length. So I don't know uh, what you want to do here, Rye, but I want to talk about the box score real quick in this Dolphins Patriots game. Yeah. 
just because uh, I do have some action involved on the Dolphins side. Um, Shane, I, t- I told Ryan earlier, I have Jalen Waddle over four and a half receptions. Okay. Uh, it was it was plus money. Um, I like that number regardless of the game, but my thought process in placing it was Belichick likes to take away the number one option, mm-hmm. that being Tyree Kill. Uh, Waddle could get fed, and he's got three receptions for 54 yards, so I feel good for targets. Yep. Feel good f- Feel good where I'm at there. Um, I don't know. What have you guys seen in this game? It seems like the Patriots are just out outmatched you know well you know they had earlier they had looked like they were going to score you know uh, it was the rookie wide receiver i forget his name you know demario douglas you know he had you know it looked like he was going to take it down to the 15 or so and he gets stripped by chubb behind him um so you know who knows what would have happened on on that drive and then you know right before that i don't know if you saw the play where i mean Alabama Mac actually threw a great deep ball down the sideline. I think it was Bourne that had it go off his fingertips. It would have been a touchdown also. So is this a Patriots team that just doesn't have the talent to execute Belichick's game plan? Like those two plays could change the game. If you have the right players in place, maybe it does. What are we going to see from this Patriots team? I mean, they seem like, the defense is really good and could keep them in games, but are the playmakers not there? I mean, Ramondre, six for 16. Zeke, five for oh. 13. Uh, Devontae Parker oh. has four catches tonight. I mean, I, I just don't. Well, that Stevenson line, that is really concerning because the Dolphins just got gashed in the running game last week. So that's concerning. Yeah, yeah I mean, Devontae Parker – not even active last week. I think there was some kind of injury, but who even knows what's going on there? Five targets, most on the team, four catches, 34 yards. Uh, I mean, I feel like in order for the Patriots to have any kind of success, they need to find a consistent player to go to, which Hunter Henry to me probably is that guy from two years ago i don't know ryan is there anything well no this is why i had hesitation about picking up kendrick Bourne. like Mm -hmm. i just i need to see consistency from kendrick Bourne in order to trust him in a lineup and even pick him up on my roster like i i feel like he does this every year like he has games with two touchdowns and then he'll disappear so um yeah i mean you're, you're absolutely right for the patriots to be successful they need consistent production and they're not seeing it and they need to be able to get no. the run game going, man. Zeke and Rashad both are in the same situation right now, and they just uh, – I don't know. It might be a factor. Rashad? That you mean Ramondre? Yeah, I'm sorry. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they may be a factor that we're not so, aware of, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, I thought this game was going to get ugly, almost like the Titans-Chargers game, and Patriots were going to have some success. Maybe they do if, like Shane said, DeMario catches that ball. Maybe Bourne comes down with it. But to be honest, the way that I saw it happening was Ramondre Stevenson having a lot of success, mm-hmm. looking like a bulldozer, catching screens, good good blocking on the edges. Yeah. You know, that is how I envision this game for the Patriots to just kind of milk clock, muck it up, score points, and focus on you know create turnovers and just 
wreck havoc on their defense, the defensive end. But, um, yeah, we're talking about this New England receiving room. So I am in a dynasty league that Ryan uh, is the commissioner of. And I roster super deep lineups. And I roster DeMario Douglas, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, <laughs> and Devonta Parker. Wow. Well, I just cut Devonte Parker this week. Uh... I... Oof. I think someone just I, had, I think someone just picked him up too recently, like right before the game started. Oh really? Yeah, John well, Wells. Congrats, John Wells. That's <laughs> but anyway, so I have Demario Douglas on my taxi. I was just like, I need the guy that produces for the Patriots. I don't know if we're gonna see the guy that produces for the Patriots. No, I think to your point, like it should be sadly, it should be Ramondre Stevenson. They should be and Hunter Henry. They should be funneling right. it yeah. through those guys. I mean, they don't have outside playmakers. Yeah. Yeah. So the other the other bet that I have uh exposure on tonight is it's not going well. Um <laughs> Durham Smythe over twenty three and a half receiving yards. Hmm. Um Again, going along with the game script that I said earlier with, you know, Hill being um, the main main focus of Belichick's defensive plan. Smythe had seven targets last week. So cut that in half. Give me four targets. 23, 24 yards, I think, is pretty manageable. Yeah, especially um, in this Dolphins offense. Yeah. Yeah, so I just thought it was going to be one of those gross games where two of us going to have to figure out to get yards, and a guy named Durham Smythe um, was going to be that person. I also thought that there's value in said Dolphins tight end, right? Like Smythe may become a name where we're like, oh, he's a Dolphins tight end. He's going to have he's going to be a touchdown dependent not Gasicki type role, but, you know, poor man's Gasicki will get a touchdown here and there, have a few catches a game. Uh, so I thought there was going to be some value in that. So far he has one target, one catch, six yards. Um, so I need, you know, 19, 18 yards in the second half, um, which is, you know, that can happen on one play. Um, but certainly thought he would have more than one target. I think, the Patriots drained a lot of clock, but I don't know. From what I'm seeing from the Dolphins, it's heavy Mostert, little bit of Ahmed, and then kind of what we thought with the receiving. I mean, Tyree getting that touchdown's huge, but he's been contained. Uh, I don't know. What do you? What's guys the think yeah? Since so you've got the the lines up, right? What's the what's Barrios's line after after the first half? Uh, so I don't know what the live, I can look that up real quick. He's got two catches, catch. 28 okay, yards. Uh, oh, box score. score yeah. Line. He's yeah. got three targets, two catches, 28 yards. Okay. And then river river. I don't even know how to say it. Yeah. Crack. Crack craft. Yeah. River. Rigor. Craft. Rigor. River. Craft. Number 85. Yeah. River Kerkraft, uh, Craycraft, 
Craycraft. Uh, there you go. Craycraft. Craycraft. River Craycraft. <laughs> two, tar- <laughs> two targets, two catches, 34 yards, longest 22. So Craft, Craft is having a pretty crafty game. River Craft is having a crafty game on the river. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, that, so yeah, what do you? That's what I was. You know, that's what was kind of my point. It's like each I saw it last week with Craft, and and I've already seen a little bit of Barrios. There's these guys that pop up, which makes your also kind of your bet a good a good one to take. Like it could easily be that tight end, you know, because well, so I thought Smythe was going to be right. like somewhat of a fixture three for 45 every week. And the market hasn't caught on to it yet. We may see it in the second half and I might look smart, um, but seven targets, seven targets is, it's not nothing. As Ryan would say it's not nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, seven targets is a lot, right? Yeah. So, yeah. um, it was that something is working. Let's feed that a lot. Or is it, this is someone who we're going to get involved because he's our tight end and he's on the field. I don't know We're you know, we're going to have to keep an eye on that, but yeah. Um, chiefs, Jags, gross game. Christian yeah. Kirk got involved. Love to see that. Finally, finally. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes, quiet, 300, two touchdowns, interception. Quiet, though. If you're Mahomes, after two games, you're a Mahomes owner, you're like, come on, man. Yeah, I don't know what you know, happened here with Mahomes. If you're in – it's good. Like, it's it's not putting you out of any games, but it's not winning you. And if you draft someone the first few weeks, yeah, there's a consistency aspect, but also, like – Mahomes is a guy you want, you know, 40 point weeks from which you got out of Josh Allen today. I don't know. What do you think about what did you see there? Chiefs, Jags. I mean, well, Shane, did you happen to catch what happened to Ridley? I, I um, did. I did. I didn't, I didn't so, catch that. yep. So he was in the back of the end zone. He tried to kind of toe tap a, a catch in right at the end of the game. And he kind of, he hit, he ended up hitting the, the goalposts, the padded goalposts is, knee kind of crumpled when he hit it and so uh so he had that that was when he went out he went out a couple times earlier just with minor things like cramps and stuff but that was the more worrisome thing was at the end was when that knee kind of crumpled up against the goalpost on the catch that he didn't get his feet down in Hmm. uh yeah that's concerning um so in this game i had Tony over two and a half receptions. I thought Andy Reed was just going to like try to get last week out of his memory as soon as possible. And on the second drive, he had three catches. <laughs> so I read that correctly, but then he kind of like went away. Sky Moore wasn't really involved. And then he had a big like catch and touchdown. Um, I don't know to me, like chiefs offense all year. We're not going to see a guy break out. It's just going to be by game basis. Uh, wide receiver room is just going to be scattered across the board, and then Kelsey's going to get his. Yeah, it's uh, it's Kelsey and the clan. Pacheco had a huge run. Otherwise, his day was going to be really bad. I don't know if you caught on to yeah, that. Yeah, it was until he broke it off. And 
I think he had like what a forty yard run or fifty yeah, yard uh, run, maybe 30, 31 yarder. And I think he only 31. got ten carries, maybe. I don't have the box score up, but I, it wasn't a lot. Well, 12, 12? Yeah, twelve okay. for seventy. Yeah, yeah. I was about to text Ryan and be like, "That Pacheco under is looking really good." I knew not to because anytime that happens, you know what happens. Uh, I did it on Thursday night. Um, we're playing against Jefferson. We had the opportunity to take Jefferson over Chase, number 101. We took Chase by, I mean, I pushed for that, and it's not looking great as of right now, but um, the guy was texting us, talking shit, and I had something queued up to Ryan. And then, of course, right when I text Ryan, he has like his two biggest catches of the night. And then all this garbage time production, I'm like, all right, never mind. (laughs) Yeah. In a bad game, he has 12 catches for 150 yards. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what you should expect every week from Justin Jefferson. I mean, the guy's an animal. And, uh, yeah, it's even when you think he's having a bad game, give him the last two minutes in the game and he'll end up turning around. So real quick on the on the Jags Chiefs, the one thing I wanted to mention, I had seen um, a little report on Friday. It was uh, that they expected Kirk to have a real bounce back game and be peppered with targets because he excels on man to man coverage, and that's what the Chiefs always do. So that just for every, yeah, it's for that. everyone out there, you know, that's maybe something to keep in mind, you know, looking at who he's facing, you know, if they're more man to man or if they're more zone and week one defense he was facing was more zone. It could be something to factor in when you're especially since Kirk is not that locked in starter, maybe that we thought he was. Yeah, so that is such a like next level research uh like to be honest i wouldn't be doing that type of research i mean i'd probably get it from a big brain like you or someone on the ethos team that knows defenses that well but like that's next level right um that's super deep analysis so from just someone who has drafted kirk and expects production out of them but doesn't know defenses that way like what what's our advice to them? Cause you have one horrible game, one 11, what 11 receptions, 110. That's an outstanding game in my mind. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still starting Kirk, uh, in my flex. Cause that's probably, you know, I either went heavy running back or heavy, uh, maybe a, an Allen, uh, Andrews and ended up having to go Kirk as a wide receiver too, but I'm starting him. I think, what, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I'm starting him too. I, I This is what I was hoping to see from him. I mean, we saw last year he has a great connection with Lawrence, and um, I didn't think Ridley coming in was really just going to take all that away. Um, so I was happy to see this, and it just gives me confidence moving forward because after week one, it definitely was alarming. But uh, I'm glad he had a get-right game, and uh, I feel like, you know, this this could be a weekly thing where, you know, any, any week you could see um, – Christian Kirk with the best receiving stats on the team. Yeah. What do you think, Shane? Yeah, I think it just, you know, it might depend, you know, if, if you're an owner who last week picked up Puka from the Rams and if you're at a, turns out that was if, a good if, pick you're, up, if you're, right? if you're, if you're I mean, in a choice where you're going to be starting Puka or Kirk, 
you know, each week, or there's another guy picked up. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. Um, now, I think, I don't know. I hadn't seen afterwards. I also know Zay Jones kind of was in and out of that game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anything ended up materializing, but of course, you know, if anything does happen with him, then he's right back to heavily targeted. But it, it just could be something to watch out as far as his targets um, week to week. Yeah, and I think, like, we're going to, we're going to see a lot the next couple of weeks of how like different game scripts affects his production. But as of right now, if he's my flex guy and I'm like, of course in your flex, you're going to have to make a decision, but I'd be pretty confident starting Kirk still. Um, Puka, you mentioned him. I mean, that's someone that I would probably, I mean, 15 catches for 147 yards. (laughs) Like, Right. Ryan, your your audio is out. You're you're just on mute. It looks like yeah. I see your your muted Mike's on good. Streamyard. There you go. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, twenty targets, dude. Twenty fuck twenty, 20 targets. Targets. That is insane. Against the 49ers. Yeah. I just I uh, I re- immediately was regretting like two series into that game that I did not put in enough fab in all my leagues for him. You know, I didn't put any. Yeah. I wasn't able to get him in any league. Um, I didn't have a high enough priority in certain leagues or um, um, yeah, I, I, you know, this is hard because Puka seems like such a great receiver, but as soon as if, if Cooper cup ever comes back, it's like, what happens there? Like, how do you have receivers too? Yeah, Yeah, he's the wide receiver too. But what type of production? Because you see, I think he eats. I think he gets half of the targets, so ten. But he still gets six to eight catches and eighty yards. And your start, I mean, that's touchdown dependent star. You know, like if you start a guy with six catches and eighty yards in your flex, fourteen point. I mean, he's gonna be. He's gonna be. I don't want to say top 30 wide receiver, but like, well, yeah, I mean, think dude. about, think about the number twos with the Rams when Stafford's been healthy. Um, you yeah, know, Robert, Robert Woods was great. And then when Odell, Odell came in the second half of his season, Van Jefferson even had some good games two years ago. They, you can have success as the number two there. If even if Cooper is uh, Cooper cups, a hundred percent. Stafford's a wizard, man. That's what we're seeing early on in this season. <laughs> He was he threw the ball fifty five times against the forty ers <laughs> dude. Three hundred yards like it's nothing. Yeah, threw a couple picks, but that's what happens when you play the forty ers you know. Yeah, so I think two two goes away a little bit. I think Van Jefferson his role kind of disappears. Yeah, um, he yeah. becomes like a poor man's KJ Osborne in my mind is what I would compare him to, right? Um. Anyone that catches 15 balls for 147 against the Niners, is anyone else going to do that this year? Like, yeah. And sometimes I don't think so. Some, I don't think so. Sometimes this is just also like come down to the eyeball test. He just looks the part, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I base, I base a lot of what I do off of eyeballs too much, probably. <clears throat> but Puka is a guy that I liked early on. Um, we have some exposure in underdog, um, because I've liked him. I immediately got him in, uh, in a lot of dynasty leagues. 
Unfortunately, he's on my taxi, so I can't use him all year in Dynasty. But he was a guy that I was like, Van Jefferson did not step up, kind of like Gallup didn't as the wide receiver too um, in Dallas. But Van Jefferson didn't last year. That's either A, because last year was a disaster, or B, he's not good enough. And if it ends up being B, that wide receiver two role for Stafford, like you just talked about, Shane, is fucking good. Yeah. And if it ends up being Puka, give me that, right? Yeah. Um, we so. got a we got a comment here from B Cork. He says, yeah, and McVeigh knows his running backs are trash. You just chuck and pray, baby. Um, yeah. You know, but Kyron Williams had a decent game against the 49ers. Like, yeah. I mean, active in the passing game, six for 40. Gurley's had touchdown. some good games. Huh? Gurley's had some good games in the past, remember? Yeah. Like, Gurley was the first running back that McVeigh had. Yeah, no, I'm, I think he's um, referring to this this season. Um, no, I mean, even last season, though, remember, like, oh, last season was a disaster. Let's throw that out. <laughs> Year before, when they won the Super Bowl, it was, uh, um, gosh, why can't I think of his name? Dreads, what's his name? Um, wasn't Sony Michelle there? No, the guy with Dreads who looks a lot like uh, Ramondre. Uh, D. Shane, help me out. Um Henderson. Oh yeah. Oh, Daryl Henderson. Yeah. Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. Yeah. Daryl Henderson. Um, he would have some games where it's like, all right, definitely an RB two, but like some really good production just because they were had such a good offense. So McVeigh's used running backs. It's just I feel like in these last couple of years, he doesn't trust them because he wants elite catching ability but he also wants elite pass protection uh and that just doesn't exist with a lot you know yeah um what about on the 49er side another big game from christian mccaffrey i mean he does it early this guy like within the first quarter he's like boom you know he's already Such got you stud. yeah so he's he was worth that uh that you know first round pick whoever grabbed him you're happy there. Uh, IU kind of a quieter game from from after week. He was one. hurt in and out, in and out. He was hurt. Two or man. three injuries. I mean, he would come back in and then he get dinged again. Yeah. Um, fortunately, that was a game where they. I mean, I want to say a f- could afford it, but it was a lot closer than people had. Th- I mean, I think the Rams are kind of good. Um, are just not as bad as last year, right? So there's going to be some value on them early. But Niners, to me, felt like they had that game from the start. Um, granted, like, they had to play good football to win it. But, yeah, so, like, I think they kind of knew they could lean on Debo heavily and Ayuk, like, got fed early and then got dinged up. And then it was like, let's kind of try this out, but not go too far and have an issue for weeks to come. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping at least. Um, yeah. I mean, this is the 49ers. I don't think any of this should shock any of us. Right. Yeah. Debo Samuel back in action in the rushing game too. Got a rushing touchdown five for 38. Just one of those things when he gets going, man. I mean, uh, Kittle three for thirty with three targets. So I, I wouldn't be scared if I was a Kittle owner, but I wouldn't 
I would keep an eye out. I think this game was not very pass heavy in general. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've, I, I wrote about it in the article. I just think there's Smythe. Come on, yeah. baby. I, I think about, uh, what I think about Kittle is he's getting older and he is so essential to how the other people eat and blocking that his game gets a little more blocking focus. So, um, I don't know. We'll find out. He's still such a great player that is going to make huge playmaking plays. Yeah. Um, but anyways, how about the, uh, Seattle, uh, Detroit game? Uh, uh, Shane, did you catch that game at all? Uh, we, you know, I heard uh, Mon- Montgomery got carted off. Uh, did you oh, see that? Dude, did Montgomery, you see what happened? Well, it was a double whammy. Yeah, so he got carted off. He also had like a 35 yard. The best yeah, play. 30 yard. The best play of yeah. the week by any player, period. Touchdown reception called back from a penalty that was just amazing. Dude, oh. I, I was going to text you, Ryan. And then I saw it got called back, so I left it out. But it was the best play that anyone – it was such a good play that I didn't think it was Montgomery. Yeah. I was like, who is this motherfucker? Yeah. Dude, looked like someone on steroids. Like, yeah. I'm not going to accuse him of being on steroids, by the way. I didn't um, mean it by like that. But. Yeah. So did we – did they did it comes out? Did it, is, was it a thigh injury? Is that what I was reading? Yeah. I, I don't I didn't hear anything that it being too serious it doesn't sound like but I mean okay. it sounded you know when it happened that it was but yeah see. yeah well uh Detroit kind of got the um quieted down here in this matchup against Seattle Seattle ended up winning in overtime um I mean Kenneth Walker couple touchdowns that's great to see yeah yeah you know it's I'm gonna Look, so far, two weeks in, I'm taking the L on what I thought that backfield would be. I really thought it would be more of a maybe 60-40 yeah, split with Sharp getting some of the more goal line work, you know, because Walker wasn't that great last year in goal line opportunities. But it's been all Walker mostly. Yeah. yeah so let's, let's use this as a learning moment, all right, for all three of us. The preseason hype, the rookies are always like, oh, here we go, right? Mm -hmm. Like, tank, same thing. Their roles are not that way to start the season. Will they change throughout the season? Yes, but only if Walker allows it to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Only if, um, if ETN, you saw him get injured, so tank started getting some more carries today, but like, those veterans that have proven to have success, it's their backfield. I mean, his uh, Walker's yards per carry wasn't great, right, Ryan? I mean, it wasn't very good. Has no, ever, yeah. no, 17 for 43. <laughs> yeah. No. And he's never been that guy except for, like, a few huge carries, right? Like, he always, like, has those big boom plays. But, yeah. Uh, so, over the course of the season, will we see that change? Probably. And then we'll be glad we drafted those guys and maybe not. I mean, early on in the season too, man, it's like I, I drafted Roshan in some leagues thinking stash because inevitably he's going to get some tick. And because of how bad, bad the bears are. Sorry, Ryan, just awful dog shit bears. You see him getting more opportunity. Waddle. 
Oh, I didn't oh, see yeah. it. You're, you're ahead of me. Yeah, you are ahead of me. So thank you. Uh, thank you. No, Shane, thank no, you for good. that because then I could turn and watch the catch. So that was great. You're good. Um, but yeah, anyways, I did not expect to have Roshan like thinking about starting him. There you go. Uh, thinking about starting him at this point in the season, but Roshan looks like the best back and, and the Bears are going to have to figure something out quickly. Um, speaking of the Bears... I told Ryan that I was going to have some fireworks tonight here on this, on this stream. I am ready to just completely renounce my bears fandom (laughs) as if he hasn't already, if I haven't already. So that's not a huge thing, but what is a pretty huge thing? It's hard. I can't really say it. I think that I'm ready to renounce my Chicago Cubs fandom as well. We're going to bring the Cubs into this? That's not necessary, Mike. A hundred years of losing and how much I've, how much emotional like investment I've had in them. And then they won in 2016. And then they didn't manage the dynasty that they had built correctly. I won. I'm good. Yeah. I feel really good. <laughs> That's all I needed. I'm out. I'm an Astros fan. Yeah. You're, yeah. Mike, so, you, Mike likes Chicago, to jump ship. Chicago Blackhawks for life. I think I'm good on the Cubs and the Bears, though. Fair. Sorry. Sorry, Ryan. No, it's all right. I mean, the Cubs are losing right now in the eighth inning to the Diamondbacks, so that's fun. Didn't they get uh, swept by him four game sweep like last week? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like one of the teams that are it's, nipping at yeah, their they're heels in the hunt. For yeah, the they're playoffs. in the hunt. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, so I'm good on the Cubs as well. Okay, enough enough baseball talk. It's Sunday night football. This is a football stream. We're not we're not going to dive Colts, too much Texans. into. Anthony Richardson looked elite, but he can't stay on the field. What's going on, Shane? Tell yeah, you know he's got that little bit of. Josh Allen into him like dude you got to know not to slide get out of bounds you know don't take all the unnecessary hits that you've got yeah don't put your body in harm's way yeah you don't have to do that you know but he didn't so did you see the play he got hurt on yeah, that touchdown touch, yeah his head hit back yeah he didn't get hit no. it was he how he But fell. if he would have he been didn't... like Tua and learned jujitsu and knew how learned how right. to fall yeah that's my point. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't, he snapped his head back. He didn't fall gracefully. Yes. Yeah. Maybe this starts, maybe this starts a trend for all these quarterbacks out there. They're all of a sudden they're all going to end the off season. You yeah. see them all doing uh judo and jujitsu yeah. and stuff. No, I was more, I, mean, Jake, I was more excited about, uh, there was a guy in the sports ethos discord asking about who to pick up a speculative ad ahead of the week. And, you know, I told him, listen, go get Zach Moss. And he was like, it's not going to be Deion Jackson. I said, no, he was god awful last week. Zach Moss was, you know, had good games to end of the year and they want Zach Moss to be the starter there. And so I was glad to see him come through with a, you know, pretty good game for his standards. Yeah. Um, Moss is a guy that I thought was going to be the alpha in that running back room. So good to see that. I have him in a lot of leagues. I think I started them in only one, but I don't know. Like 
he's probably better off if Gardner Minshew is the quarterback, but like, I'm a guy that wants to see the best football and all the talent succeed. So I want to see Richardson be good. I want to see them not be good enough to where they can get Marvin Harrison jr. And like, I don't, it's concerning, man. There's a block kick. Yeah. Big um, play. It's that's the type of muck it up Patriots team. I thought yeah. we were going to see tonight, but yeah, that's concerning. Um, what would his like his game would have been outstanding oh, without yeah. oh my god it would have been great yeah really great another probably gets you another touchdown ru- another rushing touchdown like there was no sign of them being able to stop that run so you continue to do that right yeah, yeah. maybe one of the better rushing games i don't want to say of all time because i don't like to be dramatic but like two touchdowns that early on very easy 20 plus runs he would have been a top five qb for sure for the week oh for the week yes i think like one of the best rushing performances historically quarterback yeah like two in the first quarter was it or maybe first couple quarters but really early on man they couldn't stop it you have to figure out a way to stay on the field if you're him and if you want to be a good football team with a quarterback like that, yep. right? Yeah. Um, anyways, Texans, Nico Collins was great. We were all Let's all three go, of us. Nico. I, I loved him. That. Stroud, 384. I didn't see that until just right now. 384 wow. and two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, oh, and Tank, Tank mean, Dell. Texans. Tank Dell, seven for seventy-two and one. You know, we heard it earlier in the week. They wanted to get Tank Dell more involved, and yeah, look what happens. I mean, he took over that slot role, so Noah Brown went on the IR, and so he's operating solely out of the slot. Where, you know, that's a good place to be for a PPR guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, if, if, from how like I like to typically roster teams i like my flex to be a slot guy who gets five or six catches like i just want the five or six catches yeah, that high floor give me 50 40 50 yards out of that and give me 10 points like that's typically what i look for in a flex um yeah it's i mean stroud wanted him and they connected and they seemed like they had a lot of fun doing it that being said, Texans are bad. They played a bad team today, and yeah, from a you know week to week, hopefully, Nico is probably the one guy on that team that you can confidently start every week. But at this point, Pierce worries me. Oh, terrible game! Fifteen for thirty-one. Oof. Dog yeah. shit. Yeah, and I think if you're holding on to him, you could probably drop Dalton Schultz for a streaming tight end week to week. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Laporta, if he's out there. Yeah. Um, we talked Jets, Cowboys. I don't think we need to go there anymore. Giants, Cardinals. I don't really want to speak on this because I watched the game from a completely different <laughs> lens. But um, Saquon injury looked concerning. Yeah. I mean, that looked like he was hurt, hurt. Um, I saw maybe before we put pre- – press play that it was like a ankle sprain and it could have been a lot worse yeah so that's best case scenario but even if it's an ankle sprain it seemed like a pretty bad one what do you guys i don't know what did you see what do you think yeah i 
even if it's a low ankle sprain, I don't know what the running back and the way that he cuts and stuff and, and, and does things, I, I just don't see them rolling him out next week and playing. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say a few weeks, yeah. right? Um, two to three is probably – two to three is optimistic. When I saw him go down, like I said, I was watching the game through an entirely different lens, but when I saw him go down, I was like – Oh, yeah, that's an injury. Yeah. Um, I thought it was ACL or something along those lines, the way that he was like hobbling off. Yeah, uh, they're calling it a sprained ankle right now. Yeah. So we've seen those as bad as, I don't know, four to eight weeks, like depending on the situation, you know? Yeah. Um, So who's 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 filling in for him? Is that Matt Breida then? It's either Breida or Eric Gray from OU. Eric Gray. Yeah, maybe a combination of both. Yeah. Rita and Gray, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about James Conner? Big game from James Conner, huh? I feel like nobody talks about James Conner. No. 23, 23 for 106 and a touchdown. I'm going to get another beer while you guys talk this <laughs> yeah. game. because You know, I have to be honest, Ryan. Like, I went into drafts, and I wanted no part of James Conner. Like, you're not alone. I feel like nobody did. Uh-oh. I feel like this whole offseason, everyone was swerving James Conner. Yeah, I, I like, didn't want any part. I thought he was going to be pedestrian and a bad offense and a bad tanking team. And not only is he, but he looks good, too. Like, I watched yeah. a lot of that game. He look, he's running. Angry. Yeah, when you're talking about the eye test. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I um, you know. I, I own James Conner in that in that dynasty league that Mike was talking about earlier, and he was just someone that like I know he's going to get production. Like he's always active in the passing game. This week he wasn't, but um, you know he's also one of these guys that just has a stranglehold on this workload for running backs. I mean, like twenty three carries. The next highest was two with Keontae Ingram. Like they feed him the ball and and him and only him. So it's like, you know. Uh, and the Cardinals, through the first two weeks, they look better than I expected them to look. Here, here's something, though, right? Yeah. So I think we can all agree this team's tanking, right? Um, both weeks they came out to demanding leads and should have won the game had they not been openly tanking. <laughs> when you're a team that tanks, man, like coaches are like, all right, play ball halftime comes around you have the lead it's like stop playing ball <laughs> so at halftime they're just know. like all right guys great game let's just cut it down just you know let's uh let's chill out yeah play calls get a lot different things that were working in the first half are no longer working they were going to the tight ends Ertz and, and mcbride were working yeah another big game from the Ertz. middle of the field was exposed and then what ended up happening is you were running the ball with connor up the gut and then throwing these stupid passes out wide like yeah there is way, ways to completely change everything and then when teams get momentum especially someone as good as barkley and i mean jones looked really good against the tanking team i would like to see it happen against a team that's trying because he didn't in the first half but here's so you're talking about connor i agree you can have someone on a team like that who has that production and looks really good and eats well next three games 
Cowboys, Niners, Bengals. Oh my gosh, sell high, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> yeah, if you can sell high on James Conner, do it. Sell, Absolutely. sell, Yeah, you know, like, and those are home games against the Cowboys and the Bengals. So yeah. you're not going on the road against the Rams and Aaron Darnold, and then at Seahawks, the twelfth man. You know, like that's their next two games. So. Ugh, that's a huge chunk of the fantasy season. That's five weeks. I just don't feel good about a team that's not going to win any of those games. You know, Hollywood luckily had a touchdown today and made him probably rosterable in a in a best ball standpoint, but Hollywood's not someone I'm putting in a starting roster, right? No, he got 10 targets for Dude. six and then for after 54. That, after that, you have Ravens and Browns. Yeah, it, it just listen. There's yeah, a slew of bad games. There's somebody in in your league if you've got Connor that probably needs some running back help, and we'll look at his first two weeks. You should be able to get rid of him. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I agree. Uh, I'm good on that game. If you guys have anything else, or you want to move on? Yeah, last game, uh, Commanders Broncos. Um, Mike Coles' lock of the week. He called it on Friday. Wow, that was that was my lock of the week, Broncos. Yeah, you're like lock of the week, yeah. Broncos yeah. to beat the Red Certainly, the Commanders. Certainly looked that way in the first quarter. What happened? I don't know. I was I was so locked into the Giants game at that point that I yeah. don't know what happened. Literally, um, so. If you guys want to comment on this game, I don't have much to say. I mean, Mims had a huge, two huge catches. Wilson had a good box score game. Quite a few good box score games, but what happened to the Broncos is my question. Yeah, I don't really have an answer for you. Um, they were up 21-3 to in the second quarter. And then all of a sudden, Washington goes and scores basically three touchdowns unanswered. So, like... Uh, I don't know, you know, you could say Sam Howell ends up playing out of his mind against a, a stout Denver defense. But yeah, it was more than that, though, yeah, because it, I saw I saw something at the end of half that was horribly mismanaged. I don't I, again, I was like glancing at it on red zone, but I was locked into the Giants comeback. It was something crazy, like they kicked a field goal. Yeah. Maybe there was a penalty because all of a sudden they're dr- driving again. And then Logan Thomas, like, caught a touchdown but got targeted. So I don't know what happened, but it seemed, like, just weird all around. Yeah, they had a the yeah. bunch of shooting themselves in the foot. You know, penalties. You had Wilson who, unexpectedly, you know, he fumbled the ball when he was going down. He almost, like, dropped it and yeah. got picked up. And then – uh, you know, he threw a bad interception to the rookie Forbes from Washington in the second half. And, you know, as good as he looked in the first half, he did not look as good in moments in the second. Yeah, no. same exact thing that happened against the Raiders, right? I think his numbers were outstanding against the Raiders in the first half. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, he still ended up with over 300 yards and three touchdowns, but it's just not the type of game you want to see from Russell in Sean Payton's new offense. So Payton gets better. Payton gets better as the year goes on, but you don't want to start 0-2 at home. I mean, that means they're on the road a lot coming up. And yeah. Yeah, at home against the Raiders I, and Commanders. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now you go you go Dolphin at Dolphins at Bears. So uh, Bears is a guaranteed win. That team is dog shit. Um, at versus Jets at home. Uh, then you go to the Chiefs. Packers and Chiefs both at home at Bills. I mean, that's not easy. So I don't know. How did their defense give up 35 points? A lot of it just stinks. For yeah, them. and I yeah. really – what shocked me the most was like, like Washington could run on them. And I wasn't expecting that to happen at all. I'm right there with you. I mean, uh, we've we talked about it earlier. We didn't think Brian Robinson would be very good, and um, he's turning out and having some good games. So, um, how about how about Marvin Mims? Yeah, Mims two big catches. Mims caught a touchdown, another big one on the sideline. Denver to me spreads the ball out too much. I would love Judy. I love his talent. Oh my God, bottle. Um, but anyways, did you yeah. did you see the end of that game, Mike? The um, uh, Russell Wilson yeah, that catch, yeah, the fifty yard uh, hail mary that uh, Johnson caught, Brandon Johnson in the end yeah. zone, mm-hmm. and then they miss on yeah. the two point conversion. Yeah, I don't want to relive it, so <laughs> you guys talk about it if you want to. But there is, yeah. How about uh, Javante Williams? Twelve carries, only forty four yards. That was going to be my only other comment is that he looked like a league winner when he had the ball. Um, I can see him looking outstanding if that team progresses. And he, I mean, if they're winning games late in the season, he's going to be a league winner. That's they were, I didn't see them. I mean, they've got this. I can't remember his name. Who's the third running back they worked in and he had a score today. Uh, uh, Jaleel, McLaughlin or yeah. Jaleel yeah. Um, McLaughlin. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't see that coming either. Like this could be a three-man, you know, committee situation, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they'd be using Samaje Piran a lot more than they are. Well, he was involved in the passing game, game one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's a team that's going to be changing. You go to Miami, you should be able to have some offensive production, but who knows? That team has to get better. End of story. Yeah. But um. Boys, let's wrap this up. We've been on it grinding for an hour and a half. I think this has been awesome. Shane, I know we didn't intend on having you for this long, so thank you. So thank you for your time. I think you add, as always, an extremely good dynamic and perspective. And, I mean, Ryan and I, we've been talking to each other for 20-plus years. We we can certainly do it, but we appreciate having you on. So thank you um, for that. I want to watch this fourth quarter. Uh, need one more catch from Waddle. Need nine yards from Smythe. Um, enjoy your beer, Shane. Ryan, well, you're probably fucking grinding the road tomorrow. So yeah, back uh, on the road do tomorrow. Whatever you got to jerk off, get some sleep. <laughs> and uh, okay, all right. Uh, well, thank you for joining in on another episode of the Fantasy Roadshow. We appreciate you guys listening, watching, liking, subscribing. Remember to follow the show at Fantasy Roadshow. Check out the Substack. Check all of our Twitters out. All of the handles are in the graphics here. And uh, above all, have a, have a great night. Shane, go ahead. Shane, any any final thoughts? Shane, buckle up. Yeah.